Welcome to the Puma Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Puma. And I'm Tori. And I'm Puma. Welcome to the Puma Podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm still Tori. You are. Yeah. Sometimes Tori lets me kind of do the intro and I'm not always sure what, what I'm supposed no, to say. I, I like it. It's, uh, it's, it's always different every time. It is. Well, I can't, you, I can't do the same thing every time. On the Puma Podcast, we talk about Jesus, life, and everything in between. Nice. Here we are in November. It is the month of Thanksgiving. It's my yeah, favorite holiday. True. It's a month of great promise, expectation, excitement. It also can be a month and a season of incredible frustration mm. and anger and hurt and pain. Yeah. And often what makes a difference is the orientation of our heart. And last mm. week we talked about this concept of gratitude and having a grateful heart and why we should have a grateful heart and really... Uh, being tethered to the the heart of God and the, and the mercy and compassion of God towards us should mm. always push us to have a heart of, of gratitude. And so today, we want to go in a little different direction, still this topic of gratitude, but not do I have a grateful heart, but how do I express a grateful heart in this season? Yeah, that was super duper well said. Yeah, last week, it's the things that we believe owe us or that are indebted to us, which steals our gratitude. And yeah, like you said, Puma, this week, it's not about, are we grateful? We're going to assume we are, but how do we live that out? How does our life change because of gratitude? How should it change? And are we good at expressing this concept, this idea of gratitude? So let's dive in. I want to start off with a story because I think this story really spoke to me many years ago on how bad I was at expressing gratitude. Uh, I was in college and I had a lot of friends, global friends that would meet um, at UNO and in Omaha. We would just meet with a bunch of different exchange students and a lot of them were from the Middle East. And so my friend Mohammed, he and his roommate, we would meet once a week and I eventually got invited over to his house and we actually ended up swapping sacred books. So I gave him the Bible, he gave him the Quran, we read through those. And the end of it all, you know, several months later, we come back together and we're just talking through, okay, so Muhammad, like, what do you think about the gospels, about Jesus? And would you ever consider becoming a Christ follower? And he looked at me and he, the thing he said is still like pierces my heart because it was just so, so pointed. And he looked at me and he goes, Tori, I can never become a Christian because your faith has no smile. I remember thinking, wait, my faith has no smile. <laughs> what does that mean? He went on to say how Christians are the most grumpy, the most bickering, not loving, no joy at all. He just went on to say how why would I want to follow a God if this is his people? If Christians are just ungrateful, complaining people, why would I want to follow that kind of God? Your faith has no smile. And this idea of gratitude, I mean, last week we talked about the mercy of God. We should be the most grateful people on planet earth because the God of the universe has shown us mercy and grace. And yet, I think a lot of the times, myself included, we're not grateful. We expect things from God. We think God owes us. We think people owe us. We're not grateful for our family and brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, we complain at church. We, we, we gripe with each other. And so today's podcast, we want to talk about what it looks like to express gratitude because I honestly, Boom, I don't think the church is super great at it. And I, I want to get better at expressing gratitude. Uh, so what are some of your thoughts on this whole concept of expressing gratitude? Well, the concept of expressing, we all express emotions all the time. 
True. I, as a father, I, I love, especially when, you know, the kids were little, when they're four and five and holidays, Christmas, uh, it's fun because I, I buy gifts for my kids and I love watching them open open a present and it's something that they really, really wanted. And they open it up and they see it in the expression of of excitement and the squeal of glee. And they're just like, and they, you know, some of the kids just kind of start shaking and jumping up and down and just so, so excited. You know what? We didn't have a family meeting before we opened up (laughs) presents and said, all right, now here's how I want you to respond. Here's how I want you to act when you get the gift that you really, really want. Hmm. See, they are just expressing what's going on inside of them. At the same time, you you know, and I had this experience uh, when I was a kid, um, when I was, when I was thirteen, <laughs> uh, when I was thirteen, I, I wanted a box of Legos and a monkey. Okay, <laughs> right. a box of Legos and a monkey. And in middle school, my parents thought I, I needed a, a a new bike and a new winter coat. And so that Christmas, I got a new bike. It was like a ten-speed bike, and a new winter coat. And I remember, you know, opening it, realizing that this was my gift. I was not jumping up with excitement and glee. <laughs> I wanted a $15 box of, of Legos. That's what I wanted. That's and, what I wanted. And a, a monkey. And a monkey. <laughs> I figured the monkey would be a little hard, although you would have heard me in another country if I got a monkey for you know for Christmas <laughs> as a kid. I would have been so super excited. But I was super disappointed. Hmm. And I don't know that I said anything to my parents. I didn't say, you know what, this this gift is garbage. I didn't say that, but mm-hmm. my parents could tell that I was disappointed. They could tell that I was not happy. Now, nobody told me ahead of time that if you don't get the gift that you want, you need to act disappointed. That was just mm-hmm. a natural right. natural response. And natural reaction. Natural reaction. See, the orientation of our heart, when we talk about showing gratitude or expressing gratitude or thankfulness it actually is going to come out of us. It's a response. When when a situation happens, you know, it's a response. It can also be a willful choice, mm, right? That's true. You know, both of those. And we we talk about love. Love is act of the will. Like, I, I choose to love. And so God can command us to love. But we also um, respond, you know, with, with love when situations happen. You know, it's it's kind of a both and. It's not like an either or. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's I, I willfully do that. That's why God could command us, like in, in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, be thankful always for this is God's will for us. In other words, he can command yeah. us. We are to be thankful people. Right. Whether we feel like it or not, we mm-hmm. need to be thankful people. But God doesn't want us to be thankful out of duty. He wants to be a heavenly father mm-hmm. that when he gives us good gifts or when you know, things happen in our life, or as we just go through our daily experiences, that we have this this heart of, of, of gratitude and, and glee. I can't believe God, God gave this to me. I can't believe mm. I have breath today. I can't yeah. believe that I have a, a family. I can't believe that I, I live in the United States versus mm. some other countries in the world right now that are under severe persecution yeah. or people are, are in harm's way. Right. I mean, every day I wake up and and I have an opportunity to respond mm. to the mercy of God and the grace of God in my life. Mm-hmm. And so you have, like in the Old Testament, you have Psalm 118, you know, that says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his love 
endures mm-hmm. forever. So we have these statements throughout the Bible that God is good, that we are to respond with gratitude. This is the right response. It should also be the natural response. The problem is we have sinful hearts that are selfish and we don't always respond the right way. Hmm. Yeah, no, those are good verses, and you're absolutely right. As believers, we should be grateful. We should give thanks always, right? This is God's will for for us. But here's my question. Do you think we can be grateful in our heart but not express it? I mean, why is expressing it so important? Because, I mean, I have a birthday party, and you, my dad, could give me a gift, and I, I can really like the gift. I can actually be very grateful in my spirit. But do I have to go say, hey, dad, thank you? Or can I just be grateful personally? I mean, what is it about expressing our gratitude that's so important? Or is it? Do I go outside and my wife goes to the garden and lo and behold, the pepper plants that haven't been producing peppers, (laughs) right, all summer, all of a sudden have all kinds of buds on them and she's super happy, super excited. Mm -hmm. Does she look at the pepper plants and say, I am so grateful for you? No. Why? Why not? I mean, I hope not. (laughs) Yeah. We get in the car and we drive from our home to to work. Do we get out of the car and say, car, thank you for getting me here? No. No, we don't. Because we don't have a relationship with the car. We don't have a relationship Mm. with the plants. See, we are grateful because we have a relationship with whoever or whatever has, has graced us or shown mercy to us. See, gratitude, again, is an expression of the heart in the context of a relationship. It's not some abstract thing. Hmm. And so you talk about the situation with a, a, a kid. You know, a parent gives a kid something. The kid takes it, just kind of walks to the room and, and doesn't say thank you or anything. Well, that's an ungrateful heart because it's not hmm. connecting relationally with the giver of, of the gift or hmm. the, the one bestowing the blessing. Yeah. Just at that example, you have a kid and parents gave him a gift. The kid can be super grateful. But if I'm just hearing that story, it's going to sound and look like that kid is not grateful. Even if he is in his heart, if he doesn't express it, if he doesn't show it, then it communicates that he's not to everybody else. Right. We, we, we are always expressing the orientation of our heart. Hmm. And this is something the Bible talks about all the time, that uh, as we were in our Proverbs series, which we'll get back to um, after <laughs> November here, but that our we're always our heart, we're, our lives are always going in a direction, mm. and our hearts are always expressing what's in it. Uh, Jesus said, "Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks." Mm. Our actions re- reveal um, our attitudes or our thoughts. You know what we believe to be true. We're going to live those out, and so when it comes to having a grateful heart, we are always going to express express that. So. Are you really grateful for the gift if you just take it and and walk back to your room? Mm. Or are you you know are you really thankful for the person who gave you the gift? I mean, right. is you really what what are you what are you communicating about the relationship? Do you really have a relationship that's worth cultivating or worth having with say that parent that gave you the mm-hmm. gift? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it, it is interesting how gratitude really is contagious, and like we mentioned last week, ingratitude is also contagious. That to not show, not to express gratitude, that is seen and felt as ingratitude. And that's, that's really important. Even the, the verse, the Psalms again, where it mentions, it says, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us, not let you, let me, let us rejoice and be glad in it. I think that verse just reminds me that part of 
showing gratitude. It should be done corporately and the and how you express your gratitude, it impacts the people around you. And I think it can really help someone to be grateful too. I remember in Mexico, uh, some mission trips we went on, there are just some really poor people, we, some very poor different um, villages. And I was just, and I'm a big sweater, so I, I'm, I sweat a lot. And water, like don't drink the water there because you know the water isn't always clean. And I was so thirsty and we had just had a meal and we were in, uh, I think it was Ensenada we were at, but we had just went outside after our lunch and I had you know, one cup of water. I'm thinking, man, I wish I had another cup of water. And I see all these orphan kids on on this cliff who were laughing, having fun. And there was like a half like drinking bottle of water. And I was just so surprised how this little girl, she pointed at it. It was like, well, I don't know who drank it, but yeah, you can have it. She was so grateful for this little bit of water from who knows who drank out of it, but it was clean water. And I was complaining I only had one like cup of water that was clean that I drank. And it, it feels out of place to complain and to not be grateful when someone else is just being so grateful. I, I think part of the blessing of God's family is when we show gratitude, it helps other people, one, not complain, but also show gratitude as well. And there really is a blessing when we express, not just feel it, not just want it, not even believe, you know, I am grateful for this or that. But when we express it, that's actually a blessing for us and for those around us. It is contagious. I mean, a bad attitude certainly is contagious. I, th- I think <laughs> there's plenty of examples of that throughout life. But, right. But also, yeah, a, a, a grateful, thankful heart can be very contagious. Mm-hmm. If you're with a group of people and someone expresses gratitude, you might be reminded, oh, yeah, maybe I... I should be thankful. You know, mm-hmm. we, in other words, we're always encouraging each other to go in, mm-hmm. in different directions. We've in Proverbs, not to go back to Proverbs, but Proverbs you know, eighteen twenty one that, that, that words have the power of life and death, and those who use it will see its fruit. I think we forget how powerful words are. To, to show, to express gratitude, to go and, set in, and not even just say it, but to write, send a note. You know, you mentioned before the podcast that there are other ways we can show and express gratitude. But it really, they're, they're, they're powerful. I think we forget just how powerful expressing gratitude is. Yeah, one of the, I love how Paul says this in so many of his letters, mm. especially to like the church at Corinth. I mean, he, he opens his letter, it's like the fourth verse of First Corinthians. Mm. And if anyone knows anything about this particular church, they had a lot of sin issues <laughs> in this church. They, a lot, they I mean, had problems. They had a lot of, it was, it was a dysfunctional church. But he says in chapter 1, verse 4, he says, I always thank God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. He says, I mean, he starts this with his letter. He says, I I give thanks to God for you. Uh, In Ephesians, he says, Paul says, I I give thanks to God for you every time I pray for you. I'm I'm thanking God for you. Mm. But Paul does that, but he writes it down in a letter for them Mm. to hear and to read, to read over and over again. I mean, in 1 Corinthians, Paul's going to say, you know what, you guys are are missing the bullet on this, and you really, you know, (laughs) you know, you dropped the ball on this one. Mm -hmm. He's over and over again. Yet, he says, I'm thankful for you. Mm. What does that do to them when he says, I'm thankful for you? Even though you guys have messed everything up, mm-hmm. I still am thankful for you. I thank God for you. Yeah. I mean, what is that going to do for their their soul and their psyche and their mm-hmm. sense of of value and worth as as a, as a church as people? Mm. Do they feel like, well, Paul's just kind of writing us off, and and or he's like, oh, Paul is thankful for us. That's why he's telling us these mm. things. 
It's because he is grateful for us, because he sees the work of God in us and, and he is speaking to us. So we, we can take what he says. See, gratitude also opens the door for um, things to be heard in the mm. heart and for people to to understand certain things. That's like true. we talked about last time, you know, whether if I'm grateful or ingrateful, when I'm not grateful, it actually robs my heart of joy. It produces pride. But when I have a gracious, uh, grateful heart, you know, I'm able to have joy in a situation that maybe mm. otherwise I might not. Or I can, mm. you know, have humility, like a tethered to reality. We talked about expectations mm. last week. And so, uh, so gratitude, having this grateful heart, and to express that. So we mm-hmm. can express it with words. Um, what are some other ways we can express gratitude? Yeah, well, I think service. You know, I mean, it's Thanksgiving next week, right? You you go over to your grandma's place. There's a big meal, and maybe she didn't cook your favorite dish, or she messed it up and accidentally burnt, you know, the stuffing or whatever. And something's gonna be disappointing. I mean, obviously, it's good to to express and say thank you, but it, I mean, maybe her love language is service. Maybe it would mean a lot. You could express gratitude by saying, Hey grandma, let me clean up the dishes. Let me wash them by hand or whatever. Like I think sometimes expressing gratitude, we cater how we love someone, how we, we show we care about someone, how we're thankful for someone based on their love languages. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's, it's words. Maybe it's gifts. Maybe it's acts of service, right? Maybe it's just a hug. Like I am so, I just so appreciate you. Give your grandma a hug. Even if you're disappointed, I think it's really important for us to remember that expressing a gratitude is not just about us. And it's not even just about those around us. It actually is obedience. I think that as Christians, we are called to honor God with our reactions and even our, our mind. And I think there's something really important about choosing to be grateful, choosing to see the blessing, even if it may not be what we wanted. I think there's a real lesson in how we handle our disappointments, how we handle our expectations that we have that we didn't know we had, but still choosing to be grateful. It can mean so much. Yeah, choosing to be grateful. And again, that context of relationships. If someone is important to me, I can choose to be grateful for them and even the the small things that they do and not expect them to do something for me like we talked about last in the last podcast, you know, that we owe love to others we shouldn't expect love from others, mm-hmm. even though we need love from each other, but to owe gratitude for the people that God's put in our life, you know, that we value them enough, whether it's a, a parent, grandparent, it's a friend, it's a neighbor, people in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So what's a good application question for us? We know we should express gratitude. We know it's important. We know it helps other people show gratitude too, but what's a good takeaway uh, for us here right before we enter Thanksgiving next week? Well, this uh, month of Thanksgiving, being thankful, we need to be contagious with our gratitude. How, how are you going to show gratitude this Thanksgiving season? How are you going to, who are the people in your life? Who are the people that God's blessed you mm-hmm. with? Can you be thankful for them? How can you show them thankfulness? Because I'm sure that someone has done something to benefit you or have helped you or even you know, they're just, you know, glad that you're, you're here. I mean, how can you, you could say it with a word, uh, with an action, you know, we talk about, you know, giving a hug and then second, you know, how can you cultivate 
expressions of gratitude toward God for what he has, he has done mm. for us. You know, mm-hmm. we talked about God being rich in mercy yeah. last week here in Psalm 118, you know, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Mm. You know, maybe this Thanksgiving season, you know, what are some of the ways that God has been good to you? Yeah. And maybe just, you know, yeah. tell him, yeah, God, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for, for being good to me in all these mm. ways. No, that's a great AQ uh, to ask yourself to ask even as we go into not just, you know, Thanksgiving, but even Christmas. I know that's a whole similar, more, maybe more intense, uh, easily complained season. But yeah, how, how can I express gratitude? How can I show gratitude? And I think if, if we think a little bit more, we, we see those who God has put in our life. There's actually hundreds, if not thousands of blessings right before us. But do we see them? And then, of course, Maybe the bigger question before God, I mean, are we really grateful? Are we really appreciative of all he has given us and done for us? So yeah, no, it's good. And guys, I, I'm so glad you guys are with us on this journey. I, I really do hope, we both hope that you will smile a little bit more, you know, as a Christian, <laughs> make your, your faith smile and, and not like a forced facade, but just because you have been, we have been shown so much love. And, and this is a great season to model that, to show that. And hey, maybe like it was mentioned, maybe it'll be contagious this Thanksgiving. So guys, hey, we love you. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us at thepumapodcast.com and, and share this with your friends. Share this with your family if they might benefit from this too. So yeah, guys, hey, we love you and we'll see you next week. Have a great Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Bye.